0: Well good morning and welcome to Psalm 136. In a moment I'm going to read it for us and as we do I want you to listen carefully and see if you can pick up on the very subtle theme that comes up in Psalm 136. Um, In order to get to that theme the psalmist is actually doing some of what we've already heard often through the psalms which is going back and thinking about God's character, uh, going back to creation in the first few verses, And then moving on to think about how God has acted in the past through Israel's history, particularly at the time of the Exodus. Then what he's done through other nations as it's broadened out to think about Israel, perhaps through times of the exile. And ultimately coming to think about this God of great mercy who loves not only uh, the people of Israel, but in fact the whole world. And how do you respond to a God that's like that? And that's the subtle theme I need you to listen out for. Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord. For he is good, his love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, his love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, his love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, his love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens, his love endures forever. Who spread out the earth upon the waters, his love endures forever. Who made the great lights, his love endures forever, the sun to govern the day, his love endures forever. The moon and the stars to govern the night, his love endures for ever. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, his love endures for ever, and brought Israel out from among them, his love endures forever. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm his love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder, his love endures for ever. And brought Israel through in the midst of it. His love endures forever. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. His love endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness. His love endures forever. To him who struck down great kings. His love endures forever. And killed mighty kings. His love endures forever. Shehon, the king of the Amorites. His love endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan. His love endures forever and gave their lands as an inheritance. His love endures forever. An inheritance to his servant Israel. His love endures forever. He remembered us in our lowest state. His love endures forever and freed us from our enemies. His love endures forever. He gives food to every creature. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever forever. You picked it up, right? Incredibly repetitive as you move through these 26 verses. His love endures forever. The steadfast love of God. This psalm, in fact, was known as the the great hallel, the great hallelujah psalm that you would bring a psalm of great praise to the God whose love endures forever. Unlike all the things that are so fleeting, God's love and God himself is not like that. Go back and think of his very character, verses 1 through 3, and there you see this God who endures, therefore, praise him with enduring praise. In verses 4 through 9, he's the creator God, the God who creates this whole world. Interestingly, in verse 5, who by his understanding made the heavens, Uh, something about his understanding or his wisdom, which we're going to be thinking about as a church over the coming months. But just think about that idea of understanding and wisdom and speaking a God who's knowing. Well, that picks up that New Testament idea that you see in John and in Paul describing the God who brings forth his creation by his word. And then Jesus Christ as the word incarnate who is like wisdom personified. And here the heavens are made, uh, the great lights and all things brought forth by this God. And therefore, uh, well, praise him and give thanks. But not only is he the one who's the creator, he's also the redeemer, the one who brought Israel out of slavery. He's similarly the God who brings us out of our slavery to sin and death and into promise and therefore the praises that might be on Israel's lips ought to be on our lips as well. You notice in verses 17 through to, what's that, 22, he's the God not just of Israel but the God who dominates and is powerful over this whole world, all nations. And then in the last part, from 23 to 25, he's the God of incredible mercy who sees us as small as we are and perhaps insignificant and as how dominant as the forces against us might be. He is in fact the one who remembered us. He's the one who frees us. But notice that verse 25, he gives food to every creature. He's the God who loves this world with an unending, enduring, steadfast love. And nowhere do we see that love more recognised than when we look to Jesus. In fact, so great is the love of God for this world that he gave his one and only son so that whoever believes in him might not perish, but have everlasting, enduring, steadfast life. Um, This is the God who's um, the one that we ought to bring our thanks to for his love endures forever. Um, Perhaps today that would be a good thing for us to do with the kind of repetitiveness of this psalm, be thinking about of all the things we want to give thanks to God for, maybe make a list like this psalm does of the kind of things that we want to remember that God has done. And maybe we've started forgetting those things. And, and of course, today would be a great time for us again to remember where this psalm is most true, where we see the steadfast love of God most realised, and that's in Christ and to know that for those who have come to trust in Christ, that enduring steadfast love of God knows no end. And so with those thoughts, let's go into this day. God bless.